Sam, where the hell have you been, Loka? Oh, I just, I've been away. I don't like any cold, wet thing. I just. (laughs) (laughs) That's my opinion! Hello, guys. Welcome to Opinionated, a podcast where we say opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one, and we cannot wait to share our opinions today with you on what, Lauren? What are we going to be discussing our opinions on today? I feel like we need some, like, spooky, exciting music. Yes, it's Halloween for us. It is Halloween for us. Spooky season. Spooky season is upon us. Sam is about to take a little swig of his pumpkin spice latte. Oh, no. Pumpkin spice what? Espresso? Latte. 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 We'll go with latte. You know, I actually say latte, but... I, I, I flip all the time. Anyway, um, <laughs> we just have an episode talking about that. No, um, today we are talking about the iconic, amazing, slightly problematic, just slightly just a little bit movie, Twilight. Now, we're only talking about the first movie today. If it goes well, we'll talk about the other ones. But today we are focusing on movie numero un. And we know we know we've been away um, to the you know five listeners who <laughs> 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 may, may not even get now. Um, but girlies, we've been at uni. Oh, we've been at uni. We've 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 been through it. We've, That's a whole podcast in itself. The so last four weeks. We can't keep up with a hectic schedule, but we're coming at you now with hopefully a fun. Slate episode that's going to be messy, but just like the movie itself, <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> now, Sam, would you like to give us some facts? Yes, about I'll the movie? give you some rundown of Twilight. So, the way that this episode is going to pan out, we're going to give you some facts, some details, um, a bit of our personal history with Twilight, how we've come to interact with the franchise, and then we're going to go through the plot, talk through the plot, go through the movie, and then talk about some other general bits, some bigger bigger moments, the controversies, mm-hmm. the things we don't like, things we love, the characters, yes. etc. Yes, yes. So without further ado, let's sink our vampire fangs into this movie. <laughs> so Twilight is based on the global best-selling book Twilight by Stephanie Meyer. The series, as a book series, has sold over 160 million copies worldwide and has been translated into 37 different languages. The movie, the screenplay, is by Melissa Rosenberg and it's directed by Catherine Hardwick. So two women at the forefront of the movie that came out in 2008. Also stars, the kind of the big names, Robert Pattinson, Kristen Stewart, Billy Burke, Peter Fascinelli, I think that's how you say mm-hmm. it, Ashley Green, Anna Kendrick, <laughs> I, yeah. Anna Kendrick and Taylor Lautner. Mm-hmm. It was released on November the 21st, 2008 in the US of A and the 3rd of December, 2008 in the UK. It was a commercial hit, grossing $407 million worldwide against a production budget of only $37 million, which is insane. And the entire saga as a whole has grossed over $3 billion. Wow. Yes. And it truly is... It truly is a cultural phenomenon, mm-hmm. and it was a cultural phenomenon, and continues to be. Continues to be in different ways. I think mm-hmm. now, now the fandom has mainly grown up. It looks back on it in a different way, but it was it was huge. And as we're going to go into our personal histories, but even mm-hmm. as someone outside the fandom when it came out, like there was no there was no escaping it. It mm-hmm. was everywhere yeah so do you want to talk about your personal history okay. with Twilight? how did you come to interact with this okay beloved beloved so, franchise so i can't actually remember how i sort of initially ever encountered twilight i remember being in like primary school i think i was in like year five or six and my brother had a girlfriend at the time who was like really into the vampire stuff so you know the teen wolf the vampire diaries mm. twilight etc and i remember watching it with her and you want to know like one of the only things i remember from being that young and like watching it was i did not give a flying fuck about edward cullen or jacob black or bella swan the only character that i fancied was carlisle cullen 
And I literally remember having spare mind, guys. I was like eight. And I had like the fattest crush on this like 40 year old man. Oh my God, no. It's just so weird. But um, yeah, so that's kind of the first thing. And then I remember like I went to Sense Parks. Um, and Sense Parks is kind of like Twilight energy in a way. Um, you know, the woods, etc. And we watched, I remember watching Twilight, like, with my auntie and just thinking it was really cool. So they're, like, the sort of earliest memories. And then I can't remember when I first ever read the book, but, oh, my God, guys, I'm sorry, but this is one of them things where book so much better than the movie. So much better, in my opinion. So that's my sort of personal thing with it. And then every now and then I'll watch it, but I'm not gonna lie, last year I watched it with like my housemates at uni for the first time in quite a while. And I'm not gonna lie, I was just absolutely pissing myself laughing. Like in the past I used to watch it and feel like it was so serious. But when I watched it last year, I was literally like, this is the biggest load of shit ever. Like, what is even happening? So, yeah, I just find it funny the way I've grown up. One minute fancying Carlisle Cole and the next minute just being like, what, is, what am I even watching here? So, yeah. But what about you, Sam? See, my interaction with the franchise, I didn't really interact with it when it was kind of coming out. I tried to. I did try to read the book, but I just didn't get into it. And it just wasn't really my thing. And I think I probably did view it more of a teen girl thing at the time, yeah. which was a shame because my gay self would have <laughs> lapped it up. But I just, I didn't engage with it. But then I knew about, I knew about the story and everything that happened. I knew about the memes and I saw clips from the movie and I knew, I basically knew what happened and mm -hmm. everything that happened. But then this summer, after just a busy year of uni, I was like, you know what? I just want to read Twilight. Something uh, in me was like, I want yeah. to experience Twilight fully. Yeah. So over the summer, I read all of the books. Did apart you? from Midnight Sun and Life and Death. Okay. Um, I've read all of the books and I watched all of the movies for the first time. That's and so nice. It was a chaotic experience. <laughs> I do agree with you. The books are better than the movies. Yeah. But equally, the books, we can have a bit more of a discussion mm. in the books. Some of the books aren't good either. See, I'm not going to lie. The I've first one's read... really good. But. I've read the first one and I've read Midnight Sun and I think I've read New Moon, but like years ago. Or I do have the other ones, but I've just never picked them up. But I kind of, I read those and I just kind of got immersed in it and I watched the movies and you know what? They're, they're just funny and we get oh dive my into God. it. But I kind of... I feel like, okay, we can talk about this properly later, but just quickly, don't you think everything in the book that was good didn't make it into the movie? Like, there's no romance. Okay, but anyway, we'll talk about that later. Sorry, I'm just getting ahead of myself. Okay, I kind of see what you mean. Just got overexcited. But yeah, it's... it's. But it was just a chaotic, fun time to just go back and just mm -hmm. kind of see some things, see some things that I like, see some things that were clearly not okay. <laughs> um, but that's kind of the standpoint from where I'm coming from. But I, I, I do remember just the Twilight absolute mania. Like it was everywhere. It was it was like it was in every supermarket book aisle. It was in every mm. bookstore. It was posters were everywhere. I remember the movies coming out and it being yeah. this really, really big thing. And it being even though people criticize it, people being unfairly criticized for liking Twilight. Yeah. And it being seen as a very teen thing. But I was like, it managed to appeal to such a large amount of people mm -hmm. that there is something clever within that and mm -hmm. the way that it was able to do that. But as we've discussed our history, shall we, history with the movie, shall we just dive right in? Yeah, go to on the then. Of the movie. Go on then. Yes. So we're going to be discussing the first movie. We might bring in elements of the book if we remember it, but mm. mainly the first movie. So I'll be kind of talking about the plot and giving mm. some key plot moments and we shall comment in and try to laugh when we feel necessary <laughs> so we open up on the movie in this kind of forest woodland area a deer is being chased and bella basically says i haven't really given much thought to how i'd die <laughs> and that's the first line of the movie just the most dramatic opening you could ever imagine. so teenage <laughs> so teenage coded so existential and then we see Bella Swan, our main protagonist, played by Kristen Stewart, 
leaving her home in Phoenix, nice sunny Phoenix. Mm -hmm. She's moving away from her mum who is separated from her dad. She's marrying... Her mum is fucking crazy. Her mum is crazy. Renee, I'm not being funny, pops off. I want to be like Renee when I'm... (laughs) 40 year old like she doesn't care she does not care she's just mad she does all sorts i think i swear to god she's been married like four times like she's got a new boyfriend and she's Phil. just going around the country and like, so bella oh, has to honestly fairs bella just has to leave and bella, <laughs> bella just gotta go <laughs> and bella goes to a lovely little little town called forks to live with her dad charlie and in forks it's okay. dreary it's miserable. It's always raining. And Bella hasn't been back there in in years, in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. But she comes back home and she gets given a lovely little red truck by her I dad. really like the red truck, to be fair. It's very cute. I like the red truck. Yeah. Um, but cute. her reaction is just so over the top. I love it. She's like, oh my God, awesome. Yeah, I love yeah. it. She's and not like other girls. <laughs> the person who's fixed up her car is Jacob Black and his father billy Billy. and so we meet these two characters for the first time who Mm -hmm. will become important later ops on jacob's hair then it's so it's so obviously a wig oh it's really it's why is this wig literally nicer than my normal hair though (laughs) (laughs) like jacob's hair really pops off in the first movie but i I think it's a busted wig actually really i don't love it i don't love it but it's so luscious (laughs) (laughs) it's such like it's so long and luscious anyway okay (laughs) <laughs> we d- agree to disagree. <laughs> and so then Bella goes to high school uh, and kind of for the first time in Forks. And she's, I think she's in like her penultimate year, mm. um, which what what do they call it? Is um, it senior year? Junior. I think she's in her junior year mm. or maybe in senior year. I, I forget the time span of these movies um, because they're insane. Um, <laughs> but every everyone at this high school, like, you see her going for the first time and I can't stress enough how obsessed everyone is with the fact that Bella is here and she's this new student and they're all surrounding her this kid named Eric is like oh my god if you need your anyone out here like your eyes your ears if you need anything I'll be there she goes to a gym class and she meets Jessica and various other people and they they also they're all so weird they're also they they just crowd around her and they they laugh at her really unfunny jokes like mike comes and says or or jessica says isn't everyone in arizona supposed to have like a tan and she just says something like oh yeah that's why they like they made me leave (laughs) and mike just goes (laughs) so funny it's like oh my god no they're literally so honestly bella's friendship group in that first bit like no wonder she fucks off and just marries edward like i would do the same but they're just they're so creepily obsessed with the fact that there's this girl from arizona like i can't yeah it's so weird but then we see the lunch the lunch hall (gasps) and for the first time we're introduced to to the Cullens. <laughs> this this is the height of just, in my opinion, camp. Like the way that they're introduced. Oh yeah, what's it's the? So they have iconic. like a song, don't they? It's like this rock guitar style music that plays over them. And Jessica gives Bella the rundown on who these people are because Bella's mm-hmm. like, who are these people? They're so mysterious. And we basically find out that the Cullens are a set of foster kids mm-hmm. um, who someone called Dr. Cullen has adopted. But they're all kind of coupled up together. Yeah, they're all like siblings, but dating. But they're not related. Yeah, they're but not they're, not, related, they're but not actually. Yeah. yeah. So we have Rosalie and Emmett who were together. Uh, Emmett is like this big, beefy hunk. <laughs> and Rosalie is... Oh, sexy. Just... <laughs> Literally, she's not actually wearing high heels, but I describe her as just like clicking in she's her just high heels like a, down the hallway. She's just like a typical like mean girl bitch stereotype at the beginning. Yeah. In the beginning. And then we have Jasper and Alice. And Alice is like deemed as being weird, even though that pixie cut makes me, like gives me everything that I need in life. <laughs> and then Jasper who... Jasper who just stares. And stares and looks like really uncomfortable. Yeah. And then... Edward Cullen is the last one to walk in. He doesn't have anyone, but he's really mysterious. 
and he sits down at the table and they're all dressed in these like weird greys or whites sort of yeah. muted colours and Bella just looks back at Edward and they stare and they at each other. they make eye contact. Quickly, mm-hmm. ops on Robert Patterson looks. Because when I read the books, I don't picture Edward as him. Oh, I do, just because He's it's just been so ingrained in my me. brain. He, well, to be honest, it is quite difficult to, like, force my brain to see somebody else. But, like, he's just not Edward to me. Interestingly, I do think there's a stark difference between Edward in this movie and all of the other movies. Yeah. Well, did you... I, I remember watching an interview thing with Robert Pattinson where he was basically saying that, like, halfway through filming, his agent was like, you're going to lose this job unless you oh, start yeah. acting mm-hmm. better or something. So, yeah. Anyway. But then we move into biology class and Bella walks in and sees Edward Cullen sitting and Edward Cullen proceeds. There's like this fan that's in the thing and it wafts around to Bella and somehow must like spray her scent because Edward gags. He literally puts his hand over his mouth and almost like brings up vomit. And Bella sits next to him and we have this really creepy montage of Edward staring at Bella for the entire class, saying nothing. Nothing. That's so weird. So weird. And then the bell rings and he runs Oh my God, he like grips his paper. He just like grips his stuff and just runs out the room. I'm not being funny. If I was Bella, I'd literally go and report him. I would report him. It's creepy. I'd literally be like... It's so creepy. I'd literally put my hand up and be like, sir... (laughs) <laughs> this, this, sort this guy out. Can, can, you, can you sort him out, please? Yeah. So then Bella goes to kind of the principal's office or kind of the office area of the school to sort something out, and we see Edward actually try to change biology class because he doesn't want <gasps> to be really next to Bella. So Bella just thinks, "What have I done?" Oh what, my god! Yeah, that happens? awkward bit where she goes like and like smells herself. Mm, yeah, bless. and she smells her hair. Oh, yeah. Poor Bella. God bless. And then we just see a little bit of town life. Bella and Charlie have dinner at the diner. This old guy comes up and says, Hey, Bella, do you, like, remember me? I played Santa one year. Oh, yeah. And Bella's kind of going... And and Charlie just turns around and says, She's not had a Christmas here since she was, like, four. (laughs) And it's just so blunt. I love Charlie. (laughs) I do love Charlie. He's the least problematic guy. I love him. And then Bella also chats to her mom, um, who asks about boys. And it's obvious that Bella is thinking about Edward. Mm-hmm. In one of many voiceovers that Bella has throughout these movies, she kind of plans to confront Edward because she's like, "What? why is he being so weird? It's really, really weird. But then he doesn't actually, he stops like appearing at school. He's not there. Mm-hmm. He's disappeared, like, why, where? He's not with his siblings. And Bella is just kind of absolutely confused. Amongst all this, we see an attack occur at this kind of steelwork place. Uh, People are being chased. There's, like, all these weird shots with the camera. And uh, the police basically think an animal has killed this man. But, oh, no, but we we shall come back to that. And then we return one day to, to the high school, and Edward is back. He's in biology class. And, and he's he nice. introduces himself. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to introduce myself last week. I'm <laughs> Edward Cullen. That's how he said He's like, yeah. I'm Edward Cullen. <laughs> and it, what happens is just this really awkward conversation. They're analysing these, like, I think, onion cells. <gasps> oh, yeah. And Edward's really mean, in my opinion. He's like, he's like oh, can I check? this to make sure you're correct like doubting yeah. Bella but also asks her a lot of questions and is co- like commenting on how he can't figure he can't figure Bella out and there's also the iconic line where Bella talks about she talks about how she's moved here because of her mum mm-hmm. and how she doesn't like the rain she doesn't like any cold wet thing <laughs> and it's all these just like sighs oh and I feel like it's almost like they made them improvise yeah. this half this movie and then just kept it in even though it was terrible and then there's a moment where bella asks about edward's eyes as they're now this golden color whereas last time they were they were sorry harry stars playing edward cullen oh see now that that is Hmm. that could be my edward reboot taylor swift playing bella swan (gasps) 
Me thinks yes, me thinks yes, Slater me thinks yes. Boots. Oh my god, wait, uh, sorry, but after this, can we actually like recast it? Not not in the podcast, just... Oh my god, okay. okay. Just generally. <laughs> but she asked about her eyes, so, she, so, so something's going up with Edward. And then something else happens, kind of the main plot point of the movie that kicks things in motion... Because it's very icy in Forks. It's very cold. It's very wet. Mm-hmm. There's just been various like slippages, people slipping up. And then what happens? A Bella is near her truck. She's getting something out of her bag. And then this 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 truck just like comes around and starts spinning. Yeah. And is about to slam into her. And then Edward stops the truck with Even his bare hands. Even though he's on the other side of the car park. Yeah. He zaps over and then somehow. He zooms over vampire speed. And then Edward runs away and everyone's suddenly surrounding Bella saying, oh my God, we've called 911. Someone someone, someone says, I, oh, I've called 911 about like 50 times. And it's like, girl, she knows. She's yeah. not actually injured. She's just, She's in, just like in a state of shock. Can I just say though, this scene is so much better in the book because Edward actually like sits with her and like is kind to her. In the film, he just stares at her like that mm. and then just walks <laughs> off. I'm like, you fucking creep. And then we see Bella in the hospital. Charlie is there um, and is angry at the guy who drove the van. Oh, you so do? like, I'm going to take away your license. Yeah. Um, even though, like, it, I hate it's it. Like, it's, his... it's not fully his fault because he just did the truck lost control. Poor guy. Um, and then enter sex god Carlisle <laughs> Cullen. <laughs> we meet Dr. Carlisle Cullen, <laughs> who is equally as pale-faced as all of his adopted but foster children. But he blends children. into his hair. Yes. He's too pale. Beach blonde hair. He's so pale. So pale. <laughs> and then his, like, white lab coat, like, doctor outfit as but well. He's literally just, like, a ghost. He checks over Bella, says that she's okay, and Bella comments how, oh, I would have been, uh, like, dead if Edward hadn't saved me. Yeah. And Because he's trying to figure out what's happened. And then Bella overhears the Cullens with Rosalie talking mm-hmm. about something but she's not sure what and then Edward comes up to Bella and basically gaslights her full on gaslights her yeah and says because Bella asked how did you stop it you stopped it with your, your bare hands you moved like lightning like yeah. super fast and he's like no one's going to believe you no one's going to believe you so full on full on gaslights her yeah what a prick and then from that moment on Bella starts dreaming of Edward. We see we see a glimpse of him in her room. Oh, standing over her bed. Yeah. There's then more high school, just general stuff. It, it's kind of odd. Some, a lot happens in this movie, but equally some of it's a little bit boring. So it's, uh, yeah. So, yeah. But Mike, this guy who's just this normal guy in the high school, asks Bella to prom, but Bella says no, yeah. which is really awkward. Yeah. But then we see them also, her class, like biology class, go on a trip to like a garden centre? Oh, yeah. Question what? mark? Yeah. Why? Which is just like so boring. And Bella and Edward c- continue to have conversations. Mm. And it's really weird. He's He's basically talking to her and engaging with her but saying criticizing her saying that she's like stumbly and says oh we can't be friends and asking her all of these really weird things he's just mean he's just he is really really mean the only reason he gets away with it is because he's attractive if he was ugly yeah it'd be like who's this guy but anyway and then he also talks to Bella at lunch again when, and this is just a small moment that just missed me off. Bella is at the salad bar and is only picking up salad. When I see a movie that like with any like teenage girl or directed to any teen audience and all that you see them eat is fucking sticks of yeah. celery and tomatoes and cauliflower. Yeah. It ignites something under my asshole. Like, mm-hmm. like enrages me. I'm like, girl, you know you yeah. need something else. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Bella Edward also has this moment where like <gasps> Bella's about to drop an apple and he picks up the apple, which recreates the forbidden fruit kind of cover yeah. of Twilight. The cover, yeah. And he also says, "What?" Basically, asks Bella, "What if he's the bad guy? What if he's really like the the, the evil one?" And to like stay away mm. from him. But Bella says, "You're not the bad guy." You're not this, you know, mm. I'm considering all things about you. You're just, yeah. And then we have a moment where Bella goes to La Push with with her kind of high school friends in oh, yeah. quotation marks. And let me just say, Bella has the right idea. She wraps up warm. Everyone else is surfing. This beach looks 
freezing hold. <gasps> it is like black sand. It's miserable. Yeah. It's horrible. Why wouldn't they just meet up somewhere else? I know. It's so gross. But there we meet. Let's go to Charlie's house. <laughs> At La Push when they're surfing and going on the beach when it's ice cold, um, she meets Jacob Black. Mm-hmm. And she asks Jacob about Edward when they're on the beach because everyone seems to have a very weird view of the Cullens and the way that they are. Mm-hmm. So Jacob is part of the Quilit tribe. I think we're saying that right. Hopefully, no offence caused uh, or offence men- meant <laughs> in saying that. Um, but he's part of this tribe that in stories, in kind of throughout time, mm. supposedly they're descended from wolves. And Jacob essentially tells Bella the stories of like why why Edward is seen as so weird, why the Cullens are seen mm. as so weird and odd. Because the Cullens are actually descended from they were found hunting on the Quilete land and they made a treaty with them. Um, because they're actually these mysterious mm. um, monsters. They're these pale faces. And they made a treaty about not going to La Push and this tribe area. And the Quilites wouldn't expose who the Cullens, who these pale faces, faces were. Mm-hmm. So there's more questions raised. Another man is killed again. And we meet for the first time these, we don't know yet, but these kind of other, these other yeah. vampires. It's obvious that. They're the vampires. Yeah. James, Lawrence, and Victoria. Victoria. And they kill this innocent man in a boat. Oh, yeah, that poor man. Poor guy. And then we see uh, various montages of Bella researching the pale faces <laughs> on this, like, such old Google <laughs> system. It's so weird. Oh, my God. And she looks up a book, and the fact that she can't find it on the internet even then baffles me. I'm like, Really? Really? Yeah, like it's only 2008. But she finds a book that she wants and she decides to go to Port Angeles with her girlfriends from high school (laughs) who go for prom dresses. She's not going to prom though because she's she's not like the other girls. She's not like other girls. Um, And she says to them, oh, I just need to go and get a book and and get this Mm -hmm. book out. And she gets the book, but on the way back, on to the way to the restaurant where she's going to meet her girlfriends... (gasps) These horrible, horrible, horrible men start crowding around her, Mm -hmm. harassing her, doing these really awful things. But then, bam, out of nowhere, a Volvo comes (laughs) around the corner, and who steps out but Mr. Edward Cullen? Oh, my God, no. Like, the way he's just, he just, like, growls at the men. Yeah, he just stares at them. He says, get in the car. Yeah. To Bella. Yeah. And then they escape. The Volvo does the most insane, <laughs> batshit crazy fucking car moves that I have ever seen in my it life. It's like a fucking 360. How the hell? I literally <laughs> don't understand what that car does. Like, I, well, the first time I watched that movie, I actually went back and rewatched that around five times. I was like, what? What is that? The idea is that Edward is meant to be this just like really good driver or he doesn't care because he's been driving. So I don't care. That does not obey the law of aerodynamics. It's so stupid. The car just does a front flip. But then Edward takes Bella to the restaurant um, uh, because her girlfriends are there. But Edward says, oh, I'll take her home. It's fine. Don't worry. So Edward takes her to a restaurant, makes sure she actually eats. Oh, she gets like a, cro- a mushroom ravioli yeah. rather than the fucking salad. Yeah. She was having for lunch. She which gets we, a coat. Which we do like to see, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, I'd scram some pasta. Oh, right I now. could scram some mushroom ravioli right yeah. now. Benugo? Anyway. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> After this? No, go. And then. Within this, they have another conversation, another just another awkward, so many awkward conversations about who mm. they like, who Edward is. But he reveals that he can read minds, but not Bella's. And there's something about her that's just mysterious. And mm-hmm. he says, "I don't have the strength to stay away from you anymore." And I'm just like, "Does she even want you to be?" Okay, she's well. She says, "Then don't." <laughs> and you're just like, "Oh, Bella, 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 Bella." No. no, 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 no. But then on the way back to Forks, their hands brush in the car. 
when Bella wants to turn off the heating and Bella notices how cold Edward's hands are, how cold his skin is. And there's this like weird like sound effect, like she's coming to her realisation. So there's another yeah. kind of like, yeah, moment where Bella realises, hmm, something's yeah not quite right. Then they come across the scene of the attack that's just happened. Bella and Edward actually see Charlie and... Carlisle Cullen who were there kind of covering it and they still think it's an animal who was who were killing all these mm-hmm. people and then after doing some more research Bella discovers these idea of these cold ones she connects the dots and she realizes that Edward might be a vampire mm-hmm. and then we have the iconic cinematic moment that is them in the forest oh god in the woods and she's like facing away from him and, and they're like a meter apart Edward says they're practicing social Edward distancing says, say it <laughs> she's like the, the, vampire. vampire and he then it's like this weird mixture of anger and disgust but also maybe excitement and he says I have to show you my like true form in the sunlight I have to show you myself yeah. so he runs her up in this hilarious running <laughs> running style up these hills and just like stands in the sunlight and he glistens like he diamonds glistens. And this Bella's, is the skin of a killer Bella this is the skin of a killer and Bella's in awe but Edward is trying to convince her, saying, like, no, I've killed people before. Yeah. I've done this. I'm disgusting. Like, yeah. I'm super strong. And he just, it's like he's trying to convince her that he is bad for her, but also is trying to appeal to her at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, um, So he says all of these things. and But he also says, um, I've never wanted a human's blood so much in my life. Um, <gasps> and also says the line... You're like my own personal brand of heroin. <laughs> Which is like, what? What does that even insane. mean? Insane. Um, but then we have those kind of very famous moments after that. Very suddenly, Bella's like, I, I still want to be with you. I still want to be with you. I don't care. Yeah. You won't hurt me. And they, we have these moments, another montage, so many montages of them like lying on the field, ah, the staring field. at each other, yeah. kind of in love. He's with just like listening away. And then from that moment on, they're together all the time. Bella wakes up and also says the line, I was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. Bella. Girly. I'm 22 and I don't fucking know what love is yet. No. Calm down. She's like 16. And you love him? Yeah. yeah. Like, it is actually insane. You go... Yeah. When you actually deep it, though, she's like 16 and he's like... We'll talk about thousand. that age difference. But yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> but she falls in love with him, so you're... How? Yeah. What has he... Do? He saved your life. Yeah, wow. He did a decent human thing, but he has been awful to you. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> they start hanging out all the time at high school. They show up together in a car and Edward steps out in sunglasses and everyone's like oh my god like the new it couple in school and everyone's just absolutely shocked and we just start learning facts about Edward and his family so we learn that um, Edward was changed in 1918 he was saved by Carlisle from the Spanish influenza and Carlisle is actually a good vampire he saves people on the brink of death and also everyone in his in their family is a vegetarian vampire. Yeah. Uh, so they only have animal blood. They don't have human blood. But it just means that they're um, never quite satisfied. No. We also learn that Edward's mind reading, like he literally has the ability to mind read. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. He knows what people are thinking, apart from Bella. Mm-hmm. And that's a gift. And his sister Alice also has visions of the future. Yeah. There's some other ones though. So like Emmett has super strength. Yeah. Obviously, because he's Mr. Muscle. Rosalie, hers is literally just meant to be that she's beautiful. Like, is it? I literally oh. Googled, I was like, what the fuck is Rosalie's? And it was literally just saying about her, like, it's meant to be that she's more beautiful than anyone in the world or something like that. Oh. Something really boring. And then Jasper's is that he can, like, affect people's emotions. Yes. So, like, if yeah. he's near people, then he can, like, calm them down. Da, da, da. I find the Cullens so fascinating. Like, why fascinating can't why can't we have, like, the spin-off movies be about the bloody Cullens and their histories? Anyway. <sighs> but then, also, Carlyle has a wife, Esme, mm-hmm. who was actually, who was technically... At one point, she was, like... Like, younger than... 
Edward. Or, or isn't hasn't been a vampire as long as Edward. It's yeah. yeah. Anyway. But she's like his mum. Yeah. Weird. So weird. But then Bella meets Edward's family very quickly. I don't know the time span mm. of this, but it's all very, very quick. She then meets Edward's family because Edward mm. wants to take her to meet him. They start cooking for Bella. Yeah, because they think she's Italian. And they also think she's Italian. Yeah. But then Bella says she already ate. And then and Rosalie, Rosalie flips she her just, shit. She's like holding this bowl of salad and it just smashes in her hands. Oh my God, I actually love her. You don't find out in this movie, but there are re- Rosalie is doesn't Rosalie Rosalie. I keep, yeah, I'm yeah. Say it wrong. I think Rosalie people say it, however, doesn't like the idea of Bella coming into the family because yeah. it could threaten them. Um, and there are good reasons for this. It's not revealed yeah. in this movie, but she's just very hostile she's like, towards Bella. I think she has the idea of like, why would you want this life when? all Rosalie wanted was to be a human because her backstory is like quite crazy yeah um but yeah so that you in the first movie you think that she's a bitch but actually like as time goes on um throughout the franchise you kind of learn that there's a lot more that's gone gone on and there's a lot more reason behind it Midnight Sun actually touches on that a lot more as well yeah Mm. but anyway for those of you who don't know, Midnight Sun is a the book from Edward's perspective. Yeah, I still need to read that one. It's very good. Mm, I preferred it good. to actual. I preferred it to the original. Loads of people have said that. Yeah, it's very good. Anyway, interesting. Um, so then Edward uh, takes Bella on a tour of the Cullen House, and the Cullen House is weird to me. I was just thinking the whole time. I kind of love it because it's decor yeah. and it's, it's 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 aesthetically pleasing. But then, if I was actually there at night. I feel like yeah. it'd be so exposing and so creepy. Yeah. Like, I'd feel so unease. And It's not very cosy vibes, is it? No. Like, it should be, because it's literally in the middle of the woods. Exactly. But it's literally it's the not. house is in the bloody middle of a forest. But it's not very cosy at all. Like, Edward's room. I Like, I get that he doesn't sleep, but he doesn't have a bed. Can we quickly talk about that? Could you actually... Sometimes in my day, sometimes some days, sleeping is the only thing that I end up looking forward to. <laughs> The only yeah. positive highlight. Imagine not being able to Imagine, sleep. like, you don't ever get the break of, like, tomorrow's a new day. I literally don't know. It genu- I would hate being a vampire. That's so weird. I'd be like, you burn me at the stake. Burn me in flames. Like, I could not cope. <laughs> literally couldn't cope. No, literally. But then Edward also takes Bella out to this tree. It's a very famous scene. Literally runs up a tree. Oh, <gasps> Hold on, tight spider monkey. Spider monkey. <laughs> the fucking worst no. line ever. I'm sorry, but what? And it's like this sweeping like shot that like circles around in the tree <laughs> at the top of forks. Again, looking, I could not live it. It looks so cold. Yeah. Like I was sat there thinking, oh my god, this looks so freezing. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't live there. <gasps> And then also Edward plays Bella. It's not really made clear in the movie, but Edward writes Bella um, her own lullaby. Oh, yeah. And plays it to her on the piano. piano. Yeah, that's quite sweet. Which is quite sweet. It it is very nice music, actually. Um, And then we switch to another development in these killings of these humans and the police find a human footprint. (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And the town's kind of shocked. Like, what? (gasps) And then one evening, whilst talking to her mom, um, Edward turns <laughs> up. Renee's on a world tour. Renee's on a world tour, <laughs> playing like baseball or something. <laughs> Edward turns up at Bella's window. And we then find out that Edward likes watching Bella sleep and has been doing so for the past two months, unbeknownst <laughs> to Bella. That's awful. Um, red flag run away Bella now yeah that that is, is disgusting not okay that concerns me it is gross and then Edward says he's gonna try something and they kiss does he ask for consent no like most men in a lot of movies he just says he's gonna try something and they start to kiss and they start to you know get a little bit a little bit saucy but then Edward's like no and he kind of like flies to the back of the wall and says, basically, I have to control myself because he worries he's going to lose control when he's with Bella in Ugh. the kind of romantic, romantic sense. And that's a theme that kind of goes throughout these movies. Mm. He's worried he's going to lose control when they have um, um, 
romantic relations. <laughs> um, but, but then Edward stays by Bella's side as she sleeps, which is would have been maybe more endearing if you hadn't just found out that he'd been stalking her yeah. for two months. And then we possibly have one of the most iconic yes. movie scenes, yes. moments yes. in cinematic history. Yeah. Edward takes Bella to play baseball. Ooh, <laughs> do, 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 do. With this iconic song. <laughs> I need to listen to that today. It's very Halloween-y vibes. And okay. basically, vampire baseball is played whilst it's very thunderous because yeah. they're so strong and so loud <laughs> that they produce thunderous sounds. With the <laughs> because they literally like collide into one another. And it's just, it's this scene is just the height of just camp. Like they're in oh. these stereotypical Yankee style baseball. Um, blue white. Um, yeah. baseball American outfits they have like they hats do on. all of these really exaggerated movements Alice is like kicking her leg up like oh my god in the yeah air, um doing all of these fast things and Bella's just watching on yeah. with Esme at the side but then who comes through the smoke <gasps> but this vampire pack that's been killing all the humans Laurent James and Victoria oh my god and um they try and hide Bella because they want to hide the fact that she's human. Yeah. But at first, it's all kind of very casual vibes. And they go, because vampires occasionally turn up because there's vampire, other vampires out yeah. in the world. And they sometimes just interact with the Cullens. Yeah. And they say, like, yeah, we can play with you. We can play yeah. baseball. But then in vampires the wind... Vampires just love the baseball games. But then in the wind, James gets a whiff of Bella's scent <gasps> and notices that she's a human. And then and is they like... They all start like, growling at each like, other. it's like, hmm, a little snack for me. Yeah. And then you have this at the moment where... <laughs> This pack and the Cullens face off against each and other, just like this. and they're like growling. <laughs> oh my it, god, it's so bad! And it's I just so think to cringy. myself, what were they thinking when they were told to act like this? Oh my god, I bet they were thinking, I do not get paid enough for this. It's literally. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. But it's cinema. It's cinema. And from that moment on, then the things just like get very quickly go and pop off. Mm -hmm. So they take Bella away. They have to get her away because James, the evil one, is going to track He's her like down. Marked one who, who's, who's, has marked her. Yeah. So she runs away from Charlie. She says some really mean things to him because she just yeah. has to get away. She has to also protect him so that the vampires don't um, find and, his house. Like, find, find, find them. Um, the Cullens are doing everything they can to protect Bella. You actually have Lauren from the pack mm. come to warn the Cullens, saying. Victoria and James are dangerous. I, this is not me, yeah. but they're dangerous. You need to be yeah. careful. Alice and Jasper take Bella away. Um, they they drive her away whilst the other Cullens try and like protect her and yeah. divert James away. But then whilst Bella, they take Bella back to Phoenix. And whilst they're there, the Cullens realise that James has figured it out, that they're on the way. Mm -hmm. And Bella gets a call whilst in Phoenix with Alice and Jasper. In like the little depressing motel room. And... James tricks Bella into thinking that he has Renee, that he has her mum mm -hmm. in this ballet studio she went to when she was younger. Mm -hmm. And she tells her to come alone. So Bella, of course, like an idiot, no offence, <laughs> comes alone to the ballet studio and she's been tricked by James. Mm -hmm. And it was a video. Chaos ensues. Um, James like, like breaks Bella's leg and <gasps> bites her. <gasps> that it's bit where he breaks her, like literally not me Horrible. Ill. He like... Literal. <sighs> yeah. But then the Cullens storm in, they defeat James, they like crack his bones, they burn him because that's the only way to kill <laughs> they, a vampire. Like, crack his bones, as and then do. in this really tense moment oh that's like funny, Edward has to suck the, the venom. Because James is better. Ve venom out of Bella. And this is a really hard thing to do because once a vampire tastes blood, they can't, can, stop. they can't stop. So it's very difficult for Edward to control himself. Yeah. And you just have this really, it's meant to be serious, but kind of funny. Oh my God, because she's going, she's like sucking ugh. the venom out she's of like Bella. She's like moaning. And then Bella wait, then wakes up in hospital. Her mum's with her. Yeah. Uh, Renee cancelled her world tour. World tour. She's not, <laughs> she's not going on, she's not going on her eras. Renee's not world tour anymore. <laughs> Um, and the Cullens have covered it up and have basically said that they tried to get Edward, that tried to get Bella to come back to Forks. Yeah. But she hit her head. She fell down some stairs. Fell down some stairs. Broke a window. Um, as you do. And then. Oh, Ed clumsy Bella. Edward starts talking to Bella and says, Oh, I'm too dangerous for you. Yeah. I need to leave you. And then Bella's like, No, yeah. I need to be with you. Yeah. 
So Bella decides to go back to Forks. They decide to be together. They go to prom. Bella's in this lovely foot cast. Yeah. I will mm. admit, I did swoon. Yeah. At this, at this, at the prom mm. moment, I'm kind of like, <gasps> yeah. Take me away in the little band, in the little bandstand, bandstand with yeah. all the lights. Yeah, that is really cute. But also, Jacob Black comes to warn Bella, mm-hmm. sends a message from her dad saying she doesn't approve of of, of Edward. Yeah. Warns her against dating him. Yeah. Not very good. And then to end the movie and to cap it all off, who do we see but Victoria in her kind of strawberry blonde era, like era, (laughs) glory, and she just walks away and the movie ends. Oh, she's fuming. And that's the end of Twilight. To be fair, they literally broke her boyfriend into little pieces and then burned Burned him. him. So I probably would be a little little bit, bit, you know, if that happened, maybe I'd just be a little bit like, uh, guys, but yeah. It's basically implied that she's going to get revenge against Bella. Yeah, yeah. And that was a very chaotic, messy, shambolic rundown. It's like half. It's like half, just like a boring teen high school drama, and then the other half is like the most intense fantasy. Yeah, literally. Let's okay. So let's talk about now we've wrapped it up. Just like our general thoughts on the movie as a whole, what we thought of it, and like any Mm -hmm. like technical maybe film standpoints. So what did what what did you think? What do you think about it generally? Right. First of all, I want to acknowledge like the green blue hue, the color grading. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just find that so funny. Like it's so bad, but I feel like because it's Twilight, like it makes it funny. They all just look so like green. It's really weird. But I think that's what makes the first movie so iconic. Yeah, because the other ones to... don't have that. Do the you? others, other ones don't have that, and I actually arguably think it makes it look worse. If they don't, um, and it kind of it suits the dreary nature of Forks, yeah, and like the general it's not just out like, of place. Like it no, suits it the kind vibe. of makes sense, and it's become known as just like being iconic. And people made fun of it at first, but it's just I think it's what makes the movie so quintessentially Twilight. You can and... literally buy like necklaces where they have like the Twilight hue, and you like mm. put it up against your eye, and you see the world in like the green hue of Twilight. I love that. I kind of want to get one. Christmas present, um, <laughs> yes, please. Um, but yeah, so I just thought that was funny. Oh, there's so much. I feel like I've said quite a lot of it already, but yeah, I just, I just, I'm so mixed on this movie because, like, the actual story. I think I love the characters, mm-hmm. but not really the plot. I get what you mean. The yeah. plot comes very much out of some of it. Like the whole setup of it is very, very intriguing, and the way that they're mysterious and the characters are introduced. But then the actual plot, like, once it gets going and they start dating each other, it's just suddenly, wow, they're in love. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly this plot out of nowhere whilst they're playing baseball is that this other vampire clan turns up and just, like, is after Bella. And it happens very, very quickly. Like, that, the baseball thing and the plot of it ha- happening and the prom, it wraps up in around 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, it, it happens. Yeah, like, the actual, yeah. like, good part of the plot is right at the end. Like, they spend so long on, like, the high school drama. Mm. And having read the book, like, I devoured the first book. Yeah. The first book is, a re- like, in my opinion, the others, not so much. And mm. I think if we ever get into the later ones, we could go into why, I think, because Stephanie Meyer was writing against a deadline. But the first book is a solid piece of teen YA fiction that's, like, well-written, in mm. my opinion. It appeals to its audience. It's very, very, like, addictive, and you have all of these character perspectives. Mm. And yes, there's creepy parts and there's like messed up stuff, yeah. but it just—it's an enjoyable, entertaining yeah. book. But the movie, just some moments, I watched it back because I've now watched it twice this year. Yeah, and I was like, I'm kind of bored because oh, there's some yeah. really boring moments that are just like, oh my god, hurry yeah. up! So it's there's boring moments, but then it's it is iconic, and it yeah. is for me, it, it's cinema. Yeah, like it's cinema, and it's a cinematic moment mm-hmm. in time. Yeah, mm. no, I agree. So we're going to talk about our favourite and least favourite, best and worst characters. So we'll start with favourite. So honestly, I picked this character purely based on the fact that they are the least problematic. I think you know what I'm going to say, but like purely based on the fact that they are the least problematic, arguably a little bit boring, but like he's just a nice guy. So I picked Charlie Swan. But I, there are others, but like, I think 
if we ever do a podcast on the other um, movies, they would be my favourite from other movies. But this one, it's got to be Charlie. It's got to be, you know, the guy, he's chill. He's laid back. He's just doing good for his little thoughts community. And I respect that from him. I will have to agree with you on my oh, really? character, Daddy Swan, Charlie yeah. Swan. Because every, every, when you look at the Twilight discourse, everyone loves Charlie. Yeah. And in hindsight, people people who are watching the series for the first time as well, like now, mm-hmm. they go, oh, Charlie's like the best one. Yeah. I love Charlie. I wish it could be more about Charlie. But he is the least problematic. And as a dad as well, he does the right things. He protects Bella. He yeah. does things like he changes her tires on her truck yeah. when it's icy. He gives her pepper spray when there are these attacks happening. Yeah. And he is also critical of Edward. And is yeah. basically like, like, you barely know him and he's a bit creepy and a bit weird. Um, yeah. And also notes, he's a bit old for you, isn't he? And I'm like, yes, Charlie, he's Thank over. A hundred years like older than Bella. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's my favourite. And I, yeah. just, I love his dry humour and the way that mm-hmm. like... There's a moment right at the end where Bella's come down for prom and Edward says, oh, you're so beautiful. And Charlie literally rolls his eyes. <laughs> and it's so it's such a mood. I love oh, him. I love him. Um, and then even in the other movies as well, like he's just... He's, he's amazing. So sweet. I but love anyway, Charlie. Least favourite. Okay, no, right. I've actually changed my mind on my least favourite. So will you go first? Because I need like a minute to, to think about who my least favourite is. Hmm, okay. Okay, no, I've, I've got mine. Okay, no, 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 I can do you mine. Go, you I can go. do mine. Okay. The worst for me is... It's kind of like a combination, I'd describe it. One is that Santa guy at the beginning <laughs> of the movie. Like, I just find it really annoying when it's like, yeah. do you remember me when I was I was Santa in your, in your, in your suit when you were younger? Like, no, of course Shut he doesn't. Up, really like... annoying. Um, but then it kind of is lumped together. Actually... I want to give an honourable mention to to Jessica. Oh, because, she's a bitch. Because she's a bitch, but she's kind of low-key in mood. Yeah. She's in kind mid, of low-key in mood. In Midnight Sun, because you, like, read what Edward can hear their thoughts as, she's actually horrible to Bella. <gasps> she's, like, literally in her head, like, bitching about a 24-7. No. Yeah. Which I found really interesting, actually. Interesting. Yeah. But Gemini's are lumped together just like her school friends. I just find them like really well, annoying and really weird and they're around her all the time and they're just like oddly obsessive and it's it's weird. And they're just cringe. Well, this annoying. is because I was actually, I decided I was going to say Mike. Yeah, I agree. Because he's annoying, he's cringe, he's not funny, he's weird. I just don't like him whatsoever. So I'm sorry, Mike, but you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. Agreed. So we're kind of, yeah. He's just, similar, oh similar, yeah, very yeah. similar. Normally we have like different vibes mm. on. I mean, don't get me wrong, the Cullens. Oh, I just love them. I just want more about the Cullens. Like I need mm. to know more about them, their lives, their backstories. They are so much more interesting than fucking this random girl from Arizona. I think that's the thing and people comment on how because there's a lot of discourse around the Twilight series and like is it good is it bad blah 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 and like I briefly touched on I think a problem with the Twilight series and some of the books is that when you look at other book series I think they've had longer to be written Mm. and they've had time taken with them but Twilight the books came out year after year oh and so I think whilst Twilight was clearly written over a longer period of time, the others were, I think, probably written against a time constraint. Yeah. And they were just kind of probably rushed out. Mm. Um, because some of the other books, like New Moon and Eclipse, are quite boring for me. Like, oh, really? Like, they're better than the movies, but they're still a little bit boring. Breaking Dawn's good. Breaking mm. Dawn's quite good, but again, too long. Um, but I think as a consequence... That's why they're not perceived as being very good. However, the actual history and the backstory of the vampires, how they've worked, the Volturi in later movies, like that's actually a really interesting and fascinating concept. The world is interesting, but I just think it's the way that it's It's all kind of like lumped together. And so it it is a shame that, yeah, we don't, that that isn't extended out as much. She really needs to write a book just on the Cullens and like Mm. their lives. Agreed. Are there any other like moment? Do you want to talk about. Because for me, I want to, if it's okay, yeah, of course, talk about some more controversial moments yeah, yeah, and aspects absolutely. of the series. Yeah. And clearly talking about Edward as a character mm-hmm. and the way that he acts. Because it is clearly not okay, the way that he acts towards no. Bella. He 
gags the first time that he sees Bella. He stares at her continuously and then leaves her and makes her feel as though it's her fault that she's done something wrong. And he tries to drop out of... Tries to drop out of biology. He doesn't turn up for days and then reintroduces himself. In a nice way. In a nice way. But then he also kind of gaslights her with this biology thing and making her Mm. think that she's wrong. And then he pushes her away, but then kind of look like draws her towards him. He's like, yes, no, yes, no. Yes, no, all the time. He says, oh, I can't figure you out. There's something about you. He gaslights her yet again into believing that he didn't save her with the car situation. He, we find out that he has been watching her for two months sleep really creepily. Mm -hmm. He reveals himself as a vampire, again threatens her away shows her all of these things says these really creepy things saying i'm a killer i want your blood i want all of this and says you should stay away from me but then equally kind of doesn't yeah and i just think that's difficult and of course he has an age difference like you can't deny that he is over a hundred years older this is what i mean like he is like an old man exactly he's an old man and and she is like 16 and it's the fact that the idea, the reason why Bella is so alluring to him is because he cannot figure her out. And in my opinion, it kind of sends this message. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. But considering this was driven to an audience of teenage, teenage girls primarily, mm-hmm. it kind of sends the message that girls, like men, like figuring someone out. They like someone who's mysterious. Yeah. But it also sends the message that girls, a guy who's into you is someone who will stalk you and follow you yeah. and treat you like crap. And it, yeah. that is not that side of it is not okay and not fully romantic, and equally she's obsessed with him from that moment on. And I oh. think, and that is even though some romance later on you could argue is like romantic in the series, and mm-hmm. there it is. But that is creepy. Yeah, is. I don't know if you what, what you. But no, that's my. I just. Think, I literally agree a hundred percent. It's mm. creepy. It's weird. The age difference is just like for me the biggest thing of like the fuck like what the hell and yeah no i agree with absolutely everything you say the stalking the way that they actually meet the way that he interacts with her for the first time even like when he's like screaming he takes her in the middle of the woods to reveal that she's a vampire and then like the way he does it is he's just like in a really threatening way is just like say it say it it's like jesus christ like you're not exactly making it easy for her to you know engage with you like exactly he's just weird Mm. he's just weird and creepy and yeah i kind of hate the fact that it's been romanticized quite a lot but i agree that later on some of the romance i think once you kind of get over that and i think when she gets a little bit older and the relationship becomes a little bit less like fueled by hatred at the beginning i think then it is a little bit more romantic but no i agree completely like the first half of this movie when they're just like yes no yes no yes no stalking um hates her loves her blah blah, blah. it's Agreed. just weird saving her but then gaslighting her like it's just weird it's kind of wrong and i'm also like edward you're as mature as you can be you are like a hundred fucking years old and yet he is still immature that's what i mean it's, it's ridiculous it's just weird but... um but then equally on the flip side of it you have you can't like it attracted such a huge audience yeah it was huge and kind of sometimes you wonder why and i think there were loads of theories and i think it speaks to this idea of kind of forbidden desire Mm. and lust and sexuality when i think love and sexuality and lust weren't really talked about for teenagers and so i think that side of it is there and there is something kind of, even though there are clearly the problematic moments, I'm not denying that, there is something, or at least I found when I was watching it, where it's quite alluring, where it's like, oh, someone really like wants you and will protect you yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Um, and is super strong and will protect you and will be mm-hmm. near you. And, and there's kind of that side of it that is alluring, that I can't deny, mm-hmm. where like, oh, I wish I could run away with a vampire. Yeah. And have, like, a family of people who just take you in and accept you and Mm. love you and, yeah. But then again, like, half the reason she's, like, endangered is because of this guy. Exactly. So it's a weird, bit of a weird scenario, really. Maybe don't get involved with vampires who are 100 years old. Small moment that I'm going to point out is that in the, they go to the diner, this diner place, numerous times. There's a Stephanie Meyer cameo. 
in the dynasty, oh, which is actually God. really nice. But then Bella's dad, Charlie literally says the only bad thing that Charlie does, I think, in the entire series is like, oh, yeah, I ordered you a salad. Oh, does Excuse he? Excuse me. Excuse me, wait, what? Does he actually? He orders her a salad, and I go, that is disgusting behaviour. That is disgusting behaviour. And... Yeah, it's yeah. it's messy. Okay, so to wrap it all up, we're going to talk about our best moment, mm-hmm. worst moment, our favourite line, whether that's bad, funny, stupid, <laughs> brilliant, whatever. Yeah. And then we will conclude with our slay rating. Mm-hmm. So first, I will say my best and worst moments. My worst moment for me, I'll get it off, is just the creepy stalker behavior mm-hmm. and the way that it's framed as being romantic when it's clearly not on the positive side i think the fact that we're talking about this now and that the fandom is generally acknowledging yeah. the problematic moments of the series and is knowing that that's not okay shows how much of a step forward that we've co- mm-hmm. we've we've come as a group of people and that that we're we're recognizing that but still able to enjoy enjoy yeah. the moment so there is that but definitely the worst moment my best moment is kind of just like it is like I keep I keep saying it but it's like it's cinema yeah. it's so camp and even though I didn't watch it at the time like it's kind of this weird nostalgia thing mm. and it's iconic and it's cheesy it's and cozy. it's a teen movie and it's kind of cozy for yeah, going into winter vibes yeah. and for that reason yeah and so that's my best moment like more just a praise of the movie in that it's it's that moment but then if I had to mm-hmm. pick a specific specific moment mm-hmm. it's probably when Bella is just talking about I, it, any wet thing I don't yeah. like I can't I just love that I can't yeah. it's so funny what about you okay so worst moment I'm not gonna lie I probably just say like the whole like high school drama vibe side of it like mm. i'm sorry but mike i don't care about you i don't care about you chasing for bella we all knew that that was going to be a very very quickly wrapped up plot of him trying to get with bella like we all knew that that was not going to end up being a thing so that they were also just cringy weird it's kind of funny to laugh at but in terms of like the actual like movie i'm like <laughs> shut up so that would probably for me just kind of like the more boring like day-to-day high school side of it like give me more cullens please yeah so saying that my best moment would probably have to be um the baseball scene the baseball scene just oh my god it's just like everything it's just everything i, I love can't, it. I've actually changed back baseball scene is my favorite too it's just so camp. good it's so calm it's so good i just love the cullens and like for once i kind of like the fact it's not really well obviously the end's focused on bella but i kind of like the fact for once it's not really focused on bella like you start seeing like the little beefs that they have you see like um edward and Emmett like when they collide in the air and then they're like giggling together on the floor after it you see rosalie like fuming at bella because like she gets out carlisle when he goes do you know what i'm on about when he goes um because rosalie's like fuming and he goes like nice kitty like that <laughs> oh my god why did i use there's someone that? on youtube who i watch who does like, like those tier ranking things oh yeah and one of the categories which is like one of the highest categories <laughs> they call it twilight baseball scene <gasps> that's so accurate so iconic and then right my fate well i can't think of like i feel like no matter what i say for favorite line i'm always going to go away from this and regret what i say but the one I can think of right now is, you know, when um, Bella meets Alice for the first time. Alice just, like, arrives in the house. She just walks in through a... Tr- she comes off a tree and just walks through the window. And then she meets Bella and gives a hug. And then she goes, oh, you do smell good. Like that. <laughs> and for some reason, that is just giving me life at the minute. I will have to quickly say, add in a comment that I didn't mention. I love how Jasper is, like, out of it all the time. He just doesn't speak. Jasper's Does he such, Jasper's such a mood. Movie. He's just, like... He only has a couple, but he's so such a mood. just like me in week five of term one, just walking around like this. My favourite line, and it's not favourite in that it's a well-written line, I just think it's so insane and ridiculous mm-hmm. and awful, is when Edward says, you're like my own personal brand of heroin. I literally forgot about that. What is that line? That is just a... Dis- atrocious like so atrocious but ingrained into my brain forever what the hell it's just so weird okay do do, do you want to do your slay rating 
Okay, this is actually kind of hard, but I think I'm I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to say it now mm-hmm. and quick. I'm going to give it three slays because kind of just what I've been saying throughout, half of it I don't really like, the problematic side, da, da, da. the other half of it I love and I'm invested in, like, the Cullen's history and that side of it and the characters. And also, like we were saying before with Sam, I love, like, the cosy autumn vibe of it. Like, definitely this time of year is the time to be watching Twilight cozied up especially the first movie the other ones not so much like mm. like the final few movies i'm like no nah, they're not really like autumnal but the first one because it's like solely set in forks it's very like cozy vibes cold yeah i like it for that what about you sam i would have to agree three out of five mm-hmm. slays in that the i'm taking away taking away the t- those two slays because it's problematic and there's really awful moments and some of it like it just isn't well acted and isn't well done performed and shot and it's like messy and there's boring high school stuff but it is like we've been saying it is Mm -hmm. iconic it's a moment in cinematic history um that will should forever be remembered Mm -hmm. so for that reason three out of five slays Oh my god, we've agreed on so much with this. Oh my god, yeah. So are we are we done, Loka? Are we done, Loka? <gasps> Until next time. Until next time. About, like the other six movies <laughs> and all the books. <sighs> um, but yeah. yeah. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. All five of you. Thank you so much. <laughs> if like we say each time, we still haven't had an email. But if <laughs> you want to get in contact, if there's anything, I that... might just write under a pseudonym. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything that you want to share with us, if you want to share your opinions on something, please let us know. We would love to hear them and talk about them on future episodes so send them to them we have our email in the description we are on instagram as well Mm -hmm. if you want to see our socials so please just yeah thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed and see you next time bye Bye, Bye,